Previously on the Black and Blue Report. It was great seeing Marcus Colston out there at the Black and Gold scrimmage today, and he joins us now on the Black and Blue Report. I mean, I have a really good feeling about, you know, the way that we do compete day in and day out. I have a good feeling about the locker room and, you know, the work that we put into this point and, and will continue to put in will give us a chance. You heard from Marcus Colston. Now we'll go to the other side of the ball. Brandon Browner joins us. See, I love the work ethic of the guys. Guys love to compete. You know, the t- togetherness we have already thus far. And I think uh, we look good, but we still got so far to go. Well, we've been getting some great takes from some of the vets uh, of course, Marcus Colston, Brandon Browner. How about Cam Jordan? I think we got a lot of potential. Um, we clearly got to straighten some things out, but that's what scrimmage is for. Uh, I think, like I said, we showed a lot of positives, and I think our positives outweigh the negatives on any given day. Now, from Studio B or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Here we go. It's a new week of the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Greetings again from the Greenbrier in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia with John DeShazer, Sean Kelly. Glad to be back with you on this Monday as we turn toward another phase of training camp 2015 for the Saints. There's a preseason game looming later on this week, and uh, and that has, uh, I think, some fresh excitement back into the players, the media, the coaches, the fans too. And we're going to get us started today with a couple of great guests. More on them in a moment, but first of all, it, it's Monday on the Black and Blue Report, John, but it feels like a Tuesday because this is already day two of work for the Saints this week. Exactly. They got back on, on the horse, uh, so to speak, Sunday afternoon and then came back out early here Monday morning. Uh, guys were pretty crisp, uh, Coach Payton said, so they didn't see any lingering after effects of the day off or the, the work on, they put in on Sunday, a little bit more physical today. You like to see that because they're gearing up to play a game and you can kind of sense the enthusiasm from the players. They're ready to get after someone other than each other. Yeah, no doubt. Full pads today. Um, what were some of the new installs today, J.D.? Well, we saw a little red zone, uh, we, which we saw some red zone last week, but the new install was the, the two-minute. Uh, they did a little walkthrough two-minute, so we'll see how that goes. We obviously know that the, the returning starters and the regulars understand that two-minute offense, but this is more for those guys who are coming behind them who hadn't really been in that situation before. And really, you, you can't really get into that situation until you get into a game. You can kind of, kind of come out and try to simulate it, but you know you hope that the Brandon Coleman's and the Shantavius Joneses and those guys understand what's going to happen under the uh, uh, with the up tempo and, and the increased pressure and the crowd noise. Mm-hmm. They tried to do it under crowd noise because you know you're going to be on the road, so you know there's going to be some some loud noises going on. You want to see if these guys can function in that atmosphere. You mentioned the two guys in that wide receiver position battle. What about the other position battles uh, right now in camp? Are, are you gleaning more from what you're seeing? Are there some personnel groupings that intrigue you at this point? Well, I mean, we've seen uh, Danell Ellerby come back with the first team at, at linebacker th- this week, and when he's come back, he's been out there with Stephon Anthony, and usually that's David Hawthorne. And I think a lot of that, uh, as Coach Payton alluded to, has to do more with reps and getting him back in there because Hawthorne is a guy, he's going to be on the field, number one, and two, he already understands what's going on. So you want to try to bring Ellerby back, maybe speed him up a little bit, speed up his progress because Hawthorne already knows what to do. You want to get Ellerby up to speed. You want to see what's going to happen with those wide receivers, as we alluded to. Uh, and, and we also want to see some situations uh, at running back because we're still not exactly sure what's going to happen at that probably the fourth running back. I think we're pretty solid at the first three with Mark Ingram and C.J. Spiller as well as Kyrie Robinson. But we're not exactly sure what's going to happen with that fourth guy. There's still some competition there, and I think it's going to be between Tim Hightower and Marcus Murphy. So we're going to see what happens, what shakes down between those couple of guys. But for the most part, we're talking competition, yeah, 
but it's mostly for backup spots. We know at the corner, for instance, is going to be Keenan Lewis and it's going to be Brandon Browner. And we know Delvin Bro is the guy who's going to be in there. But who's going to be behind those guys? Well, Stanley Jean-Baptiste, I'm sorry. I didn't want to leave Stan out. <laughs> but who's going to be behind those four guys? Because those are a couple of special team slots. And, you know, when you're going nickel and dime and you're playing guys out there all the time, you know, and especially if they want to get the safeties in the box a little bit more, then those guys are going to have to play. And they're going to have to play on special teams. And they might have to be in some situational packages. So, you know, we'll see what the competition shakes out a little bit more when we get into game situations. We've got two great guests today. I think guys that are going to perk your ears up. Haoli Kakaha is one. Kasim Adabali is the other on our show today. Two of the happiest guys on the team, I would imagine. I mean, two guys who always have a perpetual smile on their face. So I think they like coming to work. They like what they do. Uh, Hal Kakaha, second-round pick, and a guy who led the nation in Saxon. Kasim Edabale, a rookie free agent a couple of years ago who made this team as a special teamer. And both of them have one of those happy-to-be-here kind of attitudes. But both guys are going to be critical to what the Saints want to do because those are two edge rushers. And if you want to get after the quarterback, those are two guys who might be able to help in that department. They both don't seem like they're standing still or plateauing at any point. It seems like incrementally through camp here, they take steps. Well, both of those guys, and they're learning so much. I mean, Edibali's playing multiple positions. You know, he's going, working a little bit at Jack probably. Maybe he's dropping into coverage in addition to rushing. We know Kakaha comes in as an accomplished pass rusher, although he's being taught some lessons on that left side by uh, Teron Armstead because mm-hmm. Teron Armstead ain't letting anybody in. But, you know, that's making Kakaha better, and he's also learning a little bit more about dropping into coverage. He's learning how to produce some counter moves because when you're going against these guys in the NFL, it ain't quite the Pac-12 where you might be able to beat them with speed and athleticism. These guys get their hands on you. You're going to have to be able to do something different to be able to get to the quarterback. So he's getting a crash course. Yeah, Teron told me just a few moments ago, he said, I'm still able to use some good hand tricks on on Kakaha, he said, but that's probably going to go away here soon. But I'm going to still use him until he figures him out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because, I mean, he's a guy who's going to be a quick learner. I mean, they're throwing him into the fire. He's not going to be starting every game. But there are going to be situational packages where they want to get him on the field. Because, look, I, I don't care who, where you are, who you are. If you got 19 sacks, man, that means something. That means you understand, you know, how to get to quarter, quarterback. So once he learns how to use that speed to his advantage, when he gets offensive linemen off balance and then maybe bull rushes him, uses a little bit of leverage, and he's able to get under their pads, he's going to be something to behold probably. Full-on camping this Monday. Of course, the NBA schedule comes out tomorrow night. We're going to have a lot of NBA talk uh, this week, obviously, with the schedule coming out. One of my favorite days of the whole year. Um, What we're hearing is probably late afternoon, early evening tomorrow night for the official uh, release of that NBA schedule. Meanwhile, football, and we've got those two great guests for you today. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll get it all started with Kasim Edabali. And then, of course, Hal Kakaha before John and I wrap things up on this Monday. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit in a blender. Because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to firm up for summer or last longer in the gym, make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. If you're looking to purify your diet, hurry in and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie. Made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free 
and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Seema Dabali's been with us on Black and Blue Report before, but he's back again. And i got to tell you, the last time we did this, there's a big difference in the way that I watch you handle questions, <laughs> speak to the media, yeah. move around the football field. Man, a year's made a real difference for you, hasn't it? Definitely, definitely. It's been a blessing. It's been a, it's been a great year. <laughs> when you think back to last year, at this time, you're coming in as a, a free agent trying to make this team. Mm-hmm. Um, compare for me the feeling inside of you 12 months ago as, as to when you walked back into this facility this year? You know, it's just, just a little bit more nervous, you know, because you, you, you don't know what to expect. All you know is there's some hungry dogs in the field and they're going to come at you. But, you know, now you grow up, you know what's coming, you're a little bit more mature, you're smarter, faster, bigger, strong, all that. So now it's just like I'm very confident in my ability and I just go out there and just play the game I love. When did you start to feel confident that you had a place in this league? Was it at some point last year when you were growing as a young player, or or did it take that first full season to say I belong here? I mean, you no, know, it definitely took a took a the, the whole season. You know, sometimes you'd be out there on, on the game, and you know, you rush someone to play the play the game. Just like, yo, these guys, they're just guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, back then you just look up to them it's like, wow, this guy is so big, he can do all this. But at the end of the day. You know, they're just like you. So I just try to work on myself, try to be as good as I can be, and uh, put my game out on the field. You got your place by going up through special teams, didn't you? Definitely. You know, I mean, you know, I'm, a, I'm a BC guy, so it's hard work, tough, grinding through everything. So, you know, people said, hey, do everything you can on special teams, and I sure took that to heart and just go out there and play my heart out. It's interesting you say I'm a BC guy, you're from Germany. I, I thought maybe you'd say well, I'm a guy from Germany. That's the way Germans play. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you – when you have Boston College for five years, you really develop that identity that you, you know, just like, hey, you just got to be a tough guy who works through everything. We hear stories so many times about guys who, who don't finish their college eligibility. They're ready to go for the NFL. But in your case, because maybe you started playing the game at a later age, yeah. did you benefit more because you were at BC for so long? Definitely, like on every aspect possible. I mean, you know, I got a great education at Boston College. I learned a lot. I, you know, big ups and big downs in my career. And um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I'm glad I did everything the way I did. All right, so I've been watching you now for the first couple of days. Um, I knew a little bit, obviously, about your game going in, yeah. but I, and I could see where the improvement was. Um, you can definitely rush the passer. Yeah. Yeah. But give me something in this camp that you've got to be better at taking away from what you learned in year one. Um, just, just be a little bit more grittier, you know, like really put your nose in there and be, be, be violent. You know, you don't just want to play to play play what you got to do. Like, hey, I got to set the edge and do my job. No, you want to do more. You, you always want to do more. And really, I'm trying to develop this mentality that whatever they ask me to, I'm trying to give a little bit more. So I just want to set the edge. I want to really 
put the guy back there and make mm-hmm. it play. So that's really like the mindset I got. I noticed on Monday you were running with the ones when you guys were kind of in your sub package, yeah. that nickel package. Um, the, what's the difference between your role in that in that look as opposed to maybe working as a member of the base defense? I mean, you know, it's just, it's the way we attack the offense, and you know, in our sub packages, you know, Rob really wants a, a really big explosive guys in there, and then you know, rush the pass and whatnot. So I just try what I got and use it the best and put it in Rob's defense, you know, and let's get off the ball and, you know, ask what he wants me to do and uh, be productive. When I asked Coach Payton about you, the first thing out of his mouth was, he's really smart. Um, and, I'm, and I'm starting to detect that your smarts come from knowing that you can learn a lot from those around you. You seem to be a very keen observer of people. Yes. Where did that come from? Um, I think I've been like this my whole life, you know. Like, I always had great respect for people who came before me. As a little kid, you know, I see successful people and just say, hey, what can I do to be just as successful? And then going, you know, to America where I barely spoke English and, you know, I just listened to guys and was like, okay. Like, sometimes I said words. I didn't know what they meant, but I knew the context when to say it. You know, and the same in football. You know, I just try to, you know, I'm like a sponge. I just try to get more and more information and use it the best so they can help me. Have you been in the country long enough that maybe that you're not as vulnerable to teasing by some of your teammates? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, most most guys actually don't even know I'm from Germany. You know, sometimes I just mumble along and it sounds American, you know. But, uh, you know, sometimes there's like new guys like, you from Germany? But it's like, I'm just one of the guys. For the defense as a whole, whether you want to call it a redemption scenario, whatnot, but certainly I get this feeling that you and your teammates are looking to make good on maybe what wasn't so great last year. Um, It's one thing to talk about that. It's another thing to do it. Share with me some of the things that that you see or uh, are there indicators that say we are on the right path? You know, like guys are just just hungry, you know, and, you know, I, I personally don't really like saying things before you do them. But you can just feel it. You know, you got guys like Akeem Higgs out here just grinding. The man is 300-plus pounds, and he's getting off the ball, and he looks smooth. Cam Jordan is doing a great job. John Jenkins. You got Kevin Williams. And just, like, all those guys. Like, there's just the energy right now going in our meeting room. You just, you know, I'm, the most exciting part of the day is really going out to practice. Like, I wake up in the morning. You know, it's camp. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm hurting. But I'm just like, oh, this is, this is, this is the best thing we can do right now. Let's go. I know you like to lean into guys and leverage, even at your side, because you, you're more of a more athletic, slender build. Yeah. I know you put on a little weight. Um, do we have a trademark move yet? Is there a swim or a rip that I need to be watching? And we'll call that the Kasim at a Bali move yet? <laughs> uh, you know, let, let me find it out. You know, I, <laughs> I talk to Teron sometimes. He's just like, hey, what do you think is, is my best go-to? You know, sometimes it varies. So I'm still trying to figure out what really is my, is my trademark. But, you know, I feel comfortable doing it, and as long as I stay productive, you know, it's all good. Keep having a great camp. Thanks for the visit. Thanks for having me. Last year, over 400,000 people from 90 countries and all 50 states came to Auctioner to find the critical care they needed. People who could have gone anywhere made Auctioner their destination for a level of expertise clinical research and treatment options they couldn't find anywhere else. Auctioner and our affiliated physicians are renowned for leading-edge cardiovascular care, cancer care, pediatric care, innovative treatment of neurological disorders, and more. Our outstanding transplant program has resulted in Auctioner leading the nation in successful liver transplants for years. 
And today, Auctioner is partnering with physicians and strong community hospitals throughout the Gulf South to bring access to the highest quality of care closer to home. Find the care you need today. Call 866-AUCTIONER for a same-day appointment. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit and a blender. Because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. Bring us your purpose and we'll blend it. Looking to purify your diet? Hurry in now and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie. Made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a pita taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King, proud supporter of the New Orleans Pelicans. Smoothies with a purpose. Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today. Al Kakaha joins us for the uh, first time during this training camp. I've been anxious to talk to you because the Allegheny Mountains uh, are a long way from the northwest, aren't they? Yes, sir. Very far from the North Shore as well. Or North Shore Hawaii, that is. It's almost getting a good time for surfing in the fall, right? Fall, winter on the North Shore? Oh, yeah. It's always a good time for surfing out there. When did you get first get on a board? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. It was a long time ago, though, I'll tell you that. The, uh, the thought of training camp, what did you have going in, and what has it presented itself to be? Well, I just knew it was going to be a challenge. I never underestimate anything. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I, I try to overestimate things, you know, just so that uh, when I realize it's not as hard as I thought it was, then, then I get to settle, you know, my mind and, and kind of calm down and, and be comfortable. I don't know when you're actually going to be able to be comfortable because I'm watching through many camp OTAs, now training camp, the, the amount of things that they're asking you to do that maybe you haven't done before mm-hmm. seems like a lot. Is that is that a fair assessment or is or is that a bit of a stretch? It's a pretty fair assessment, but I, I feel like they wouldn't you know, give me so many things that I wouldn't be able to handle. They know that you know uh, we can handle whatever they give to us and, and they wouldn't you know steer us in the wrong direction. What have you started to master? What's come quicker than other things? I wouldn't come close to mastering anything <laughs> until I'm retired, I'll tell you that. Uh, and once I feel like I've mastered yeah. something, that's when I'll retire. Uh, and, you know, I, I just feel like I'm, I'm making progress day to day, and so, so are my teammates. So, you know, I'll leave that, that there. <laughs> Do you have an advantage because of your athleticism and your ability to put your feet in the right place? I've, yeah, I don't know what it is. You know, I just, I think it's more my hands than my feet. Really? What? And maybe hands and eyes, guys get lost with their mm-hmm. eyes, you know. you got to have eye discipline. Um, your eyes make your feet move. You, you look one way, that's where you're going to start heading, you know. So uh, it's a combination of things. But, yeah, you can't really pinpoint one, one reason that you're doing well or not. Just watching you the last couple of days, it seems like, and I know this is a lot for young players, that they tend to get hung up on that first piece of contact. Mm-hmm. You seem to really excel, though, at what you do after that first piece of contact. Is that the way you played in college, or is that an adjustment you're making now? I think that's the way I've always played. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, like I said, a level of, of comfort once you know and understand what everyone is doing around you, and you can feel it you know, physically. Uh, then, then you can adjust yourself to, to move and play among that, you know, whatever that speed or tempo is. Do you learn more from coaching right now or from watching your teammates, especially the veterans? I'd say both are extremely important and helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, coaches, of course, you, you get everything from them, but your teammates 
have a different level of experience actually, you know, going through each motion that, that you have to go through. And, um, you know, it's more, uh, I don't want to say more valuable, but, you know, you know it's it's right and it's true and they've gone through it. We're about that time of year, and I know at any level this is the case, you're about that time of year where um, you're tired of not being able to lay a quarterback out. <laughs> that red jersey makes you stop, and we'll see those preseason games soon. Are, are you anxious to be able to, to finally finish what you set out to do on a particular play? Oh, yeah. Um, it's always exciting to be able to take someone to the ground. I mean, that's why all of us play defense. Uh, and that and some of us don't have hands, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Can't what, wait. what will that be like? Um, will th- Will that be the first, I guess, real barometer for you to say where I am in my development? Those preseason games, or are you able to start to figure out your progress in camp? Uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see when we get to preseason yeah. games. You know how how we've been making progress so far. Uh, you can't really say right now. It's a little early. I'm not sure who you would call at home. I'm sure there's somebody back home that you call on a fairly regular basis to give them updates, but what kind of stories you, have you been able to share with them about this experience so far? Oh, well, I just I just uh, keep them posted on, on the weekends, I guess, so I haven't been talking much back home, but um, just letting them know that out here is beautiful and, uh, you know, it's camping as usual. <laughs> Good to talk to you. Can't wait to see you in those games. Thank you. I appreciate it. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. Power outages turn your world upside down. You need to know when your power will come back on, and you want to know what happened. The fastest way to stay informed? Entergy Text Alerts. You'll get prompt updates on when your power will be restored and on what happened. You can even send a text to be sure your outage is being repaired. When the power is out, what's faster than calling? Texting. Sign up today at EntergyText.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly and John DeShazer. Welcome back to Training Camp 2015 here from the Greenbrier. Here on this Monday, it's the Black and Blue Report with John DeShazer and Sean Kelly. I, I, I can't believe there is a weatherman in this region here of the country uh, that gets paid a decent wage because they don't get anything right around here. Once again, John, the Saints avoid a rainy forecast and get a full practice in today with nary... A sprinkle, it seems like. Is that is that you know that show under the dome or whatever it's called? Yeah. Is there some kind of a dome over the top of this practice facility? Where there's a dome and some, I don't want to say ill-informed meteorologists because obviously they're going by what they see on the map. But good grief, I mean they've been so off it isn't even funny. 
Uh, but yeah, you know, I said the other day, you know, Tony, 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 it never rains in Southern California and it doesn't rain at Saints practices either here at, at White Sulphur Springs at the Greenbrier. So, you know, and it doesn't bother me any, I mean, because nope, nope. the Saints are able to get their work in and we're able to get our work in without getting soaking wet. So I can live with that. But, you know, you keep expecting we keep dressing for the rain and we keep bringing all these extra clothes and then we're just carrying them around like school kids. You know, I remember when you were in school and you take the heavy clothes to school and then you'd be wearing then you'd be like dragging them home behind you. I feel like that. Yep. And then you lose something. Then you get in trouble. It's not really your fault, but you never mind. Uh, knock on wood, we hope it continues because it's provided, as John and I have talked about, great work. There is more rain in the forecast tomorrow, but who do you believe at this point? Speaking of tomorrow, um, we asked Coach Payton after practice today as we get closer to Thursday night's preseason game, that, that balance between getting that physicality that he wants on the practice field, John, and then yet having guys somewhat fresh, somewhat in – uh, a good position for an actual football game on Thursday. So how do you see the rest of this week kind of progressing? Well, I mean, that was a great question, actually. It was posed by your, you. Uh, and uh, <laughs> But, you know, it, I think he's going to dial back. I mean, you're going into a game. Uh, the Ravens are an extremely physical team, and I don't know how much you want to go in bumped and bruised up, even if it's going to be mostly twos and threes and, and those guys playing in the game. But you don't want them to go in, you know, with heavy legs. You don't want them to be, you know, with nursing injury going into a game, going into a preseason game. I mean, we've seen guys out here who have, you know, missed practice. Unfortunately, we hadn't seen a whole lot of contact to cause that missing of practice. So you want to go in as close to full health as you possibly can. We know the starters might make a little bit of a cameo if that, and most of them might not even go at all. So you just want to see them get out here and just stay healthy going into that game because you know it's going to be a physical game and you know there's going to be a ton of people playing. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, That's pretty much going to do it for us on this Monday. Thanks again for joining us. We love having you along with us here from training camp. It helps us feel a little closer to home when we know that you're uh, a part of our day. Um, Helicopter's leaving, so that must mean that we're ready to wrap up all together. Players have now finally cleared the field, and we want to thank again our guest today, Haoli Kakaha and Kasim Adabali. Tomorrow on Black and Blue Report, Willie Sneed for the first time. Uh, going to be a great conversation, and as always, we really never know who else is going to stop by. It's usually pretty good. So with that, we'll see you then. For John DeShazer, I'm Sean Kelly. Have a great rest of your Monday, everybody. And don't forget, plenty more coverage on NewOrleansSaints.com. This is the Black and Blue Report podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.